You're listening to Rumination Tuesday Law and Gospel. I'm Pastor Tom Baker, and with me will be Pastor Mark Smith. We're going to be taking a look at the hymn, Gracious God, You Sent Great Blessings. Now, when the hymn that we are using, the hymnal, its final selections were being made. In 2004, the Missouri Synod's Commission on Worship noted that no entirely new texts have been included in the stewardship section of the hymnal. Now, the vice chairman of the commission, Gregory Wismar, who was born in 1946, agreed to write a new text that would reflect stewardship of creation as well as the traditional themes of time and treasure. In fact, this is what he wrote. It had become my custom to work on writing assignments such as hymn texts and essays on worship while on the numerous airline flights between my home in Connecticut and St. Louis. Uh, This is when he was going to the St. Louis Seminary. This text was completed on a flight from Lambert Airport in St. Louis to Bradley Airport at Hartford after a commission on worship meeting. For me, a quiet airline flight was a most productive setting. And the text was included for our new hymnal. It represents both God's care for his creation and the caring stewardship of his faithful people. Stanza 1 is based on Lamentations chapter 3, verses 22 and 23. So that's the hymn we're going to be talking about today. And we welcome into the communication, Mark Smith. Hi, Mark. How you doing there, Tom? Doing pretty good, but how are you doing? Especially after the the rainstorm last night. (laughs) Somebody told me, that some of these areas got as much as, what, 9 or 11 inches, something like that? Well, I tell you, it just yeah. poured. We really need the rain, but we didn't need it all at once, did we? Oh, I don't know. I don't care if but it's we, all at once. We, or... we take it We take it where we can get it, I guess. Were you flooded at all in your area? Uh, not that I know of, but uh, I, I, you know, I haven't been out this morning yet. I usually take a walk in the mornings. I haven't been out, and so I, yeah, I don't know if there's any flooding close by or not. Yeah, there was on. They closed down 141. Did they really? Yep. So they said it was the worst that they ever had. Is that right? Well, it was was a heavy rain. Heavy rain. Yeah, I was asleep. I didn't know. (laughs) But that's why we're going to be doing the hymn, Gracious God, You Sent Great Blessings. Now, the writer of the hymn was Gregory Wismar. Right. He just so happened to be a classmate of mine. No kidding. Yep. And he wrote this, and I understand he wrote this hymn uh, when he was taking an air flight. Yes, and what happened was there's all kinds of sections of hymns, like uh, the church, Redeemer, Sanctification, and there's a section on stewardship but they had no original hymn there. So he wrote this uh, as an original hymn. Stewardship and... of the Environment. 
yes. you know, I can remember, oh, a decade or two, oh, it was a couple decades ago, I remember when you started to hear about stewardship of the environment. It was always stewardship of treasure, time, and talent. But this, right. this uh, at least touches on stewardship of the environment. So without further ado, let's talk about it, if you would read stanza one. Okay. Gracious God, you send great blessings, new each morning all our days. For your mercies never ending, for your love we offer praise. Lord, we pray that we, your people, who your gifts unnumbered claim, through the sharing of your blessings, may bring glory to your name. Now, I find that last line, and by the way, that's repeated in each stanza. That's right. That the blessings don't bring glory to us. They bring glory to who? Uh, Through the sharing of your blessings may, may bring glory to your name. That's to the name of our Lord. Yes. And it's a, and it's a doxological, you know, it, it's really to the Trinity. Because the last verse is doxological, and it, and it addresses all, the, all persons of the Godhead. Right. But the first verse doesn't. Yeah, maybe not. Let me see. Gracious God, you send great blessings. New each morning, all our days for you. It doesn't, uh, you, you claim it doesn't, it's speaking just to uh, our, our Lord Jesus? No, um, who sends great blessings? God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. Yes, but I would say particularly the greatest blessing we received was what God the Father sent to us in Jesus Christ. Agreed, that's right. So it's possible when he says the word God or Lord that he could be referring to all three persons. But it's a a text from Lamentations that um, who your gifts unnumbered claim. Now, I don't know if you've ever done that with kids in confirmation, but I'll have them write down what blessings did you receive from God this past week? And it's interesting how few they write. Yes. Yes. It's a good Thanksgiving uh, exercise. Yes. Uh, and you, and you would see that in almost everything that happens, you can't get up out of bed and walk without God giving you a blessing of being able to walk. Yeah. Or you can't drive a car, uh, and and get to your destination. Uh, you know, think of, think of how many things could happen on the road that our Lord, perhaps through his angels, has preserved us from. Yes, that's... Unnumbered blessings. Really good point to remember that blessings are not only what we receive, but also what we don't get received. (laughs) That's right. Absolutely. (laughs) Yes. So that's really kind of an interesting kind of a situation. Uh, yeah, the the old adage, count your blessings. You know that is that is so important. You know we need to count our blessings continually because uh, you know we get down in the dump sometimes. You know, and we uh, we wish things were different. And uh, but really, we ought to really count our blessings every day. Yeah, 
Yep, and and you had great blessings in your previous congregation. Absolutely. And you and would in my agree. Current congregation. Yes, and in your previous congregation, they're blessed with a great new pastor, isn't? Are, are they not? They sure are. Very happy with yeah. it. Yep, that's very good to know that. So that we see great blessings all the time. In fact, much of the liturgy is thanking God for blessings, if you take yes. a look at it closely. Yes. So, gracious the God, you said. The Nook Dimittis, for instance. And explain what that is. Lord, now lettest thou thy servant depart in peace. For mine eyes have seen the salvation which you have prepared before all people. That's that's uh, uh, Simeon's song that he gave after after holding the Christ child in the temple. He'd lived to see to see the Messiah, and uh, and we uh, the same thing. I mean, we we too see the Messiah in His Word and His sacrament, and that's what we're that's what we're singing about. We have just partaken of the Lord's body and blood, and so that is a that is a tremendous blessing, a blessing that many many prophets of the Old Testament would have loved to partaken of. But we are privileged to partake here in the New Testament. Correct. All right. Stanza two, please. By your word, you formed creation, filled with creatures large and small. As we tend that endless treasure, may our care encircle all. Lord, we pray that we, your people, you, your gifts, unnumbered claim, through the sharing of your blessings, may bring glory to your name. Now, notice when we talk about a hymn of stewardship, we are almost always thinking about money. And yet we've gone through the first two stanzas, and there's nothing about money, is there? No, there isn't. This one is, as I said, talks about stewardship of the environment. And you could say that, number one, when it says gracious God, Who's it referring to when it, verse 2 says, by your word you form creation? Ah, that's good. Because Jesus is the word made flesh. And he, of course, was there at creation along with God the Father and God the Holy Spirit. It was by his word that that, uh, the creation came about. He's, He's that word that set it about. Yeah, the word word here doesn't mean the speaking of God the Father. It really refers to the second person of the Trinity. That's and, right. And that, that's why I think that verse 1 is about God the Father, because verse 2 begins, by your word. And that has to be referring to God the Father who sent the word. Yeah, that's a good point. Yes. And we know that Jesus did the creation of the world from John chapter 1. Yeah. Filled with creatures great, large, and small. Uh, Think about it. Creatures large and small. Does that include all the the insects and uh, creatures that we consider pests? I suppose so. (laughs) Yes. Yeah, somebody once said, why didn't Noah just swat the two mosquitoes. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. Or did or did or did some of those critters, some of those uh, pests, did they come in with the thorn and the thistles after the fall into sin? Yeah, there's no doubt about that. <laughs> that uh, what what's unique about the animals after Noah's time? Oh, up uh, to no- go ahead. They were uh, they were. I think it's after Noah's after the flood that they finally had a a fear of uh, man. Yeah, they had Am that also. That? Um, and he gave permission that he gave permission too that they 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 could be eaten. Yes, they could be eaten, and the animals. Some of them began to eat meat. Uh huh. Right. Carnivorous. In fact, in Isaiah, it talks about that the lions and such will be in heaven, be eating grain. They won't be eating meat. <laughs> no I kidding. That, yeah, <laughs> that's, that's, a really, change. I, that's really a change in diet, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The lion will lie down with the lamb. I'm not so sure I'm looking forward to heaven if I can't have a White Castle. <laughs> I have a feeling you know, there'll, be, there'll be White Castles all you want up there. If, 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 that's what, if that's what you need to make you happy, Tom, they'll be there. Well, except they're all going to be – McDonald's just came out with a new sandwich. You know what it is? Yes. It's, uh, it's non – it's what, vegetarian? Exactly. Yeah, like Burger King has one. Yeah. And so that's what we'll be eating in heaven, vegetarian. Because <laughs> <laughs> there's no killing in heaven. There's no killing of animals and uh, people, etc. So it's going to be interesting. But at any rate, by your word, you form creation, creatures large and small. If that doesn't deny evolution i don't know what does and i think that's, that's right. something that you really got to teach your children yeah so that's an endless treasure may our care encircle all now we were we drive quite a bit in uh illinois in fact what was it yeah it was Last Sunday, two Sundays ago, it was kind of raining. The roads were wet. I must have seen at least eight animals that have been hit by cars. Yes, you see a lot of roadkill, right? Yes. But one of them was very interesting. It was a deer that got hit, but it was just lying in the road and... I was able to pass it on the left, but its head looked up and looked at me as I was passing. Oh, isn't that a touching scene? You know, I saw one like that the other day where the the, the poor deer was still breathing, just still g- gasping for air, and it was uh, off the road, obviously been hit. I tell you, the deer are just beautiful. When they come in my they come in my yard once in a while, and I just. Uh, you know, I'm not against deer hunting or anything like that. I realize the herd needs to be thinned out, and uh, that's fine. Right. But, uh, boy, I'll tell you, they're sure beautiful creatures. I bet that was really a touching scene when you saw that. The deer looked up at you? Yes, and I, I couldn't stop or anything because there were cars behind me. 
Yeah. And so I, I turned to the left. That other lane was open. I went around it, and I, I don't know what happened to it afterwards. Yeah. And yeah. so, but but that is what that text says. May our care encircle all. Yeah. How about that? May our care encircle, circle around all. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, and and that's. Uh, a love for animals. Do, do you have a, a a pet dog or cat? Oh, we're cat people. Yes, we had two cats and just just lost one of them uh, a month or two ago. And uh, I, I mean, we we had to we had to put him down. But uh, we still got we still got the female left. And uh, oh yeah, t- pet, cats are you know, we're we're big cat people, cat lovers. Yeah, we had about eight of them, and oh, uh, in fact. Uh, we had two of them, and in the basement, we found a a litter that had been born. Is that right? <laughs> yeah, that was really interesting. Yeah. But then my favorite was dogs. We had yes. a, a, Alaskan Malamutes. Adam. And Adam was his name, wasn't it? Yep. And what was yeah. his wife's name? Uh, I would imagine Eve. <laughs> right. And a what, good guess. What did I call the the kennel? Because I sold them. Uh, what did you call the kennel? Yeah. Uh, I would imagine uh, it's a Garden of Eden. Eden. Right. Eden. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they were champion dogs. When we moved to St. Louis, there was a rule that we weren't allowed to raise dogs. And so we had to sell the female before we came to St. Louis. But Adam lasted a few years. Uh-huh. But he was kind of penned up in a offense and uh but uh and we wouldn't let him go near our daughter for some reason he barked at her yeah but, uh, other than that Alaskan melons are just beautiful animals oh yeah i love dogs too in fact you know my dad was a veterinarian i did not know that he sure was yes he was a veterinarian actually in the air force even wow yeah, they had so, they had veterinarians. All right, I'll read three. Mm-hmm. In his earthly life, our Savior knew the care of faithful friends. May our deeds of dedication offer love that never ends. Lord, we pray that we, your people, who your gifts unnumbered claim through the sharing of your blessings, may bring glory to your name. Well, here we got another verse, not talking about money. Yeah, in fact, it uh, it seems, I don't know why, it just seems a little, a little, I don't know, out of place or a little strange to me. Uh, in his earthly life, our Savior knew the care of faithful friends. Well, yes, um, we think of Mary and Martha and Lazarus. And we think of uh, his really devoted disciples, but um, I don't know. I, 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 why do you think they're bringing to bear that that uh, truth that he had friends? What does that have to do with uh, stewardship? I mean, what do you think, Tom? Well, we got to remember that this is the hymn for the eighth Sunday after Pentecost. And the readings are really interesting. In fact, I'm going to be making that point in the sermon 
that all three readings had the same theme. A lot of times the epistle is different than the Old Testament and the gospel. Right. But the uh, Old Testament, Solomon is complaining about vanity of vanities. Yes. All is vanity. What does he yes. mean by vanity? Well, it's uh, pointless. Very good. Uh, pointless, useless, futile, worthless, purposelessness. Um, and it really is because of our self-conceit and our self-love that we don't like putting in all our efforts to get a big amount of wealth, and then it goes to somebody who hasn't even worked on it. Yes. When we die. But then he says, there is nothing better, though, for a person that he should eat and drink and find enjoyment in his toil. This also I saw is from the hand of God. That's right. So that would be a love even of work. And, and there's nothing in here uh, so much in either of the lessons about so much with money. Now, Jesus does give the parable of the rich man who wants to build more things so that he'll have ample goods laid up for many years and he can relax, eat, drink, and be merry. But God says to him, fool, this night your soul is required of you and the things you have prepared, whose will they be? That's right. And so once more, I, I can understand why in the hymn it's faithful friends because yeah. that changes vanity of vanities into something more important. Yeah, that, that's very helpful. I, I agree. Uh, friends, you know, if you, you could be w wealthy in all the other aspects, wealthy in money, wealthy in, uh, in herds and flocks and, and uh, property, but if you don't have friends, you are really poor. And if you don't care for the friends, that's right. And that's what Stanza Four talks about. If you will read that, please. Yes, Heavenly Father, may our caring bear the imprint of Your grace. With the Son and Holy Spirit, praise be Yours in every place. Lord, we pray that we, Your people, who Your gifts unnumbered claim, through the sharing of Your blessings, may bring glory to Your name. Yeah, you're right. Uh, those all those three, they deal with all the different persons of the Godhead, don't they? The Holy Spirit is uh, touched on yep. in this last verse. Yes. And what's important about that is our caring for other people. What does that mean? Bear the imprint of your grace. Well... We love because he first loved us. Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and give glory to your Father who is in heaven. Yes, once more you excellently bring in Bible verses to explain what the text is talking about. And um, I think yeah. of that old adage, too. I, You know, I had a uh, one of my parishioners in my first parish out in Forest Green, Missouri, he he gave me the old adage, a friend in need is a friend indeed. And I've never forgotten that. Yes. Yes, because we are able 
to supply the needs. In fact, as a pastor, isn't that really what our vocation is all about? Yeah. Yeah, we're servants of the word. Servants of the word, and we're servants of the people. That's right. That is right. We're not the boss. No. We're not no. the Lord and master. Yeah, the but hair, humbles, humble hair, past, hair pastor is out the window. Yeah. What do I mean by that? What's hair pastor, Lord, Lord pastor. That's, <laughs> that's you know, uh, the way a lot of people in, years ago and centuries past sometimes viewed their pastor as he was, he was the wisest one in the neighborhood. He was the most educated. And uh, he's... Uh, they looked upon him as Lord and Master, and of uh, very respectful. But uh, we are just humble servants of the Word, and, yes. and that's, what we, that's, that's the attitude we should take. And what you just said of the Word. So a lot of decisions, say made by the council or the voters' assembly, really doesn't have much to do about the the Word of God. Uh, for example. Yes. What color are you going to put the new rug in in the church? Yeah, yeah. Just because the pastor says something, he needs to explain why he's saying that. Right. I know when I left uh, the congregation I was at for 28 years, uh, the doors we had where you entered into the church were red. Well, once I left, they had to do some repainting, and they painted them white. Hmm. Now, what's the I difference? like red. <laughs> well, yeah. red, of course, rem- reminds us of the blood of Christ. The blood of Christ, yes, that's what right. What does white remind us of? Uh, his robe of righteousness. And our robe of righteousness. Right. Which we're wearing right now. Yeah. Even though it's difficult for people to see that. So, gracious God, you send great blessings. And it's because of those great blessings that we care for the environment and we care for people. Well, thank you very much, Mark Smith, for helping with this hymn, Gracious God, You Send Great Blessings, which is the hymn for the day for this eighth Sunday after Pentecost. Tomorrow on Law and Gospel, we'll continue with a Law Gospel viewpoint of Solomon's book on Proverbs. Until then, God bless you. Listen to Law & Gospel each weekday morning at 9.30 on KFUO. For a tax-deductible gift to Law & Gospel, please make your checkout to Law & Gospel and mail to Law & Gospel P.O. Box 28910, St. Louis, Missouri, 63132, or call toll-free 1-877-267-1962. Views and opinions expressed on Worldwide KFUO may not represent the official position of the management or ownership of KFUO, the Lutheran Church, Missouri Synod. If you'd like to comment on programs or topics heard on Worldwide KFUO, write us at KFUO, 1333 South Kirkwood Road, St. Louis, Missouri, 63122. You can also leave a question or comment on our comment line at 314-996-1542. We are the messenger of good news, Worldwide KFUO.